Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am your host, Susie Hunter. Happy Wednesday, everyone. It is also, oof, what a day. What a day if you're online at Spotify Rap Day. We're going to get into that in a little bit. But also, we've got some really fun content coming your way, too. Get into some baseball headlines, some Rockies headlines. And, of course, uh, I'm, I've become a little obsessed with Baseball United. And we talked about it on the pod on Monday. But I wanted some more intel. So we have an interview with an insider. So that'll be a lot of fun. That's what we've got going for you. The comments are open, fam. If you're watching us live on YouTube, come on in here. Um, we're, we're going to chat. We're going to chat it out. We're going to have a good off-season baseball discussion. Uh, let's start off, though, with... Uh, you know, the little bit of Rockies news we have going on, uh, Zach Veen made his um, Puerto Rican Winter League debut. He went one for one with a walk. We knew he was supposed to be involved in this. So, you know, now he's he's there. He's there. He's at it. It's fun stuff. It's fun stuff. Um Zach Veen, of course. Zach Veen, we did not get to see enough of him this season in the minors. And, my gosh, we were, like, really thinking that we would see him debut this year. Guess what? He thought he was debuting this year, too. That's why he pushed through this injury. He ended up having surgery to repair a tendon. That was back on June 22nd, by the way. It's in his left wrist. But... Happy to see that he is uh, able to play again. He, he needs this time. He needs this. Uh, he needs those at bats. He's got a little bit of uh, stuff to make up for in terms of that. But yeah, um, last level he was at, of course, was the yard goats. He made it. All, I was also surprised that. I know we've talked about this before, but I was surprised that he was even put on the yard goats roster. I really thought he was going to start the 2023 season at AAA rather than double a but um it was thomas harding pointed this out on twitter shout out thomas harding our good friend at mlb.com it was his first game action since going one for three on june 15th with the yard goats but one for three that is not very zach being like i wonder if that was when he kind of realized like you know maybe i shouldn't be playing through this injury i uh, don't think it's going to be fruitful for any of us involved right now. So, of course, wishing him the best. Wishing Zach Veen, or as we'd like to call him, Zachary Veenery, the absolute best. Yeah. All right. I'm going to check the comments. What do we have going on? 
Guys, wait till you see the Spotify wrapped uh, graphics that I photoshopped for you. <laughs> They're great. Oh my gosh, they're so terrible. No, uh, real fast, let's shout out our friends at Bacchus and Shanker before we get into some more news. But when you are injured in an accident and it's not your fault, Bacchus and Shanker is here to help. They have your back and they have been doing this for Colorado families for more than a quarter century, okay? And it's totally free until they win money in your case. They've done it a lot to the tune of more than a billion dollars for their clients. Bacchus and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycles, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. They can even help if you're injured at work. Give them a call at 222-2222. All two lows. Find out if you have a case for free because Bacchus Shanker wins. And uh, I'm literally always winning when I've got a Breck brew in my hand. Uh, guys, the beer of the month is still Broncos Country Pale Ale. Longest month of my life. Best month ever because I love getting a $6 pint of Broncos Pale Ale. Right, Broncos Country Pale Ale, rather. From Breck Brew. It's a pint for $6 right here at the DNVR bar. A new recipe uh, compared to last year's so uh, give it a try if you haven't tried it yet this season where have you been um uh, the thing that i love the most about breck i mean i love their beers i love how they lean into all the sports that we love it's my culture it's their culture but they also love uh, they love sports culture they love colorado and our planet too because they are making their beer with a hundred percent renewable energy so head to breckbrew.com Use the beer locator to find a Breck brew near you. All right. We mentioned, we mentioned, we were talking about Baseball United. So this is a new league that they're forming out in the Middle East, South Asia. Uh, there's four teams that have already been announced. There's players on rosters, but they had a big all-star showcase over the weekend. It was huge. And there were players that we haven't seen in years and players who have such a passion for playing, too. So I, I wanted to get to the bottom of it. Really, mostly, I just wanted to know, what is the deal with this golden money ball? They have a golden money ball that um, can do some damage for opposing teams. I needed the scoop, so... Um, oh, okay. Okay, we're going we're gonna to pause on that for just a second. You know what we can do... We're going to we're going to pivot. We'll come back to that later. Let's get into some baseball headlines. Lars Newbar was apparently GQ's uh GQ Japan's man of the year. Congratulations to him. Also, that's that's pretty huge. I mean, he's half Japanese, half Swedish, I think. But anyway, he played for Team Japan in the WBC. He's a WBC champion, but also keep in mind he was on a team with Shohei Otani and Yamamoto. So he has played with both of those guys and, you know, could that, here's the thing. This is the thing that I think like some of us are speculating. Could that influence either of their decisions on where they go? Do you think either of these guys will actually land in St. Louis because, you know, they like Lars Newbar? If that's the case, like imagine having a personality worth millions of dollars that gets these guys, these huge players to come to your team. That's pretty cool. But um, the really dope thing, too, the very dope thing is that they all got their um, they got their WBC rings um, either over the weekend, sometime this week. Time is a construct. I've been, like, at an airport for the past 72 hours. So sometime in the past, like, 72 hours, I saw pictures of the WBC ring that came out. Uh, we'll try to pull that up in a second. But... 
Dude, those rings are dope. Have you seen them, Alyssa? I did. I saw your tweet on it. Oh, I did. Did I tweet about it? I genuinely don't remember. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did. Oh, my gosh. Also, yeah, shout out to Alyssa producing today. Our head of production saluting her right now. Just, you know, having a, a day. We're all having. We taped that video upstairs. I just, <laughs> who am I? You know, we're just, it's one of those days. I feel like I'm all out of sorts. Um, while we're pulling that up, I'm going to tell you what happened to me the past, like, couple of days. Because everyone loves hearing about everyone else's bad flight stories. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you mine. <laughs> this, this is bad. why this is why I feel like I'm such a mess today. So I, uh, uh, you know, had a flight back to Denver on Monday. I was at the airport on Monday night because I had mentioned after the show, I got to go rush to the airport now. I've got a flight in a couple of hours. Get to the gate. They scan my ticket. They're like, you're actually not getting on this plane. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> So it it was not it, it was a very miserable moment for me because I just like also really wanted to get home and also like my whole all my luggage was like on its way to Denver without me. But anyway, so I while that was all happening, while I was all flustered about not getting on this flight and all of my luggage was on the flight, I lost my freaking ID. So I had no ID. So I had to go back to the airport the next day and I couldn't even like check in for the flight online. I had to check in at the counter. And then I also didn't have an ID. So like it was the messiest travel day of my damn life. I don't know if you've ever flown without an ID. I was going to say, what do you do? Um, I, I'm not even kidding. I used my bottle of Zoloft as ID. <laughs> Yeah. They accepted that? They had to. It was the, all, the, it was the only thing. I had a credit card on me and I had Zoloft. Like I well, didn't have my ID. Two proofs of Yeah. Well, they, they, they prefer something that has a photo on it. So I'm not even kidding. Like they were like, don't you have like a Costco card? Because Costco <laughs> cards have your picture on them. So right. apparently Costco cards are very acceptable as ID to get on a plane. Good to know. Good to know. Costco cards are preferable over bottles of Zoloft. <laughs> It's just what I learned. Who knew? Um, and then it's really funny because like a couple of my friends have been like, that tweet was so funny because it tweeted about how you can use Zoloft as ID. I'm like, <laughs> it's actually not very funny because like it was very real. And that really happened to me. <sighs> um, Roger read in the chat, it would be crazy if Broncos and Rockies follow up abs and nuggets crazy run. Uh, yeah, that would be crazy. You're crazy. Are you be. okay? <laughs> Do you know who this franchise is? Do you, no, no, no. Uh, definitely not 2024, but I think things are going to be a lot different in 2025. The Rockies very well could lose more than 100 games again this coming season. But I think this is these two seasons I'm hoping are the rock bottom. I really think things are going to turn around for 2025. That's the number I've been saying. So until I'm proven wrong, that's what's going to happen. How does that sound? Uh, also, let me know in the chat if you've done your Spotify wrapped. Because we are going to talk about rings. that in a bit, too. All right. Here is the ring, by the way. The WBC ring. I love how it is just full-on shaped like the, uh, the, um, the, the logo. The logo. That's the word I was looking for. But, yeah, Yamamoto tweeted this out. I mean, listen, it's not like the Braves ring where you can like open it up and there's like a little stadium inside of it, but it's great <laughs> it's so cool. ring. I think it's a really cool ring. I miss when rings didn't like, you know, have to be like an experience. I don't need a ring to be interactive. Oh, see, I do. Why not? 
Is the um, abs ring interactive? No, no. It's just a nice ring. It's just a nice ring. It's just a big ass nice ring. It is. That yes. I'll never wear. So why not have it be you interactive? I would honestly wear it every fucking day. You would? <laughs> I think if I had a if I had a World Series ring, I would wear it every day I hosted a show. Oh, for sure. I would be so stoked. On the show, yes. <laughs> and just casually. I don't, guys, we were talking to a woman with a um, Stanley Cup ring. Yes, yes. She has one and she's not wearing it. No. To be fair, like with my luck, like I'd be like someone would like mug me for it or something. That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't think I'd want to wear it. But yeah. Me and another old coworker that got one wanted to go to like a dive bar and just like drink steins of beer. And I was like, no, we would get we yeah. would get assaulted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and stolen. I'm also saying this like I literally was like, I had stuff stolen for me like sometime exactly. today because exactly. I got back to my car. Also, on top of all of this, it took me forever <laughs> to get back. And then I get back to my car this morning to drive here to work. And my car has been absolutely ransacked. So uh, I'm feeling depleted, guys. In so many ways. It's been a rough few days. For <laughs> a really rough few days. Guys, we're going to give you this uh, interview as promised. But first, I would love to shout out our friends at Breck Distillery. They are the official bourbon of the Denver Broncos. And... Uh, this is so serious, you guys. You only have a couple days left to enter this contest they have going on. You could win two tickets to the Breckenridge Bourbon Whiskey Suite at the Broncos Chargers game on New Year's Eve day. All you have to do is post your favorite Broncos photo on Instagram and Facebook. Use the hashtag... Broncos bourbon and on December 1st it's going to be narrowed down to 10 favorites so get these posts in right now or you're going to miss out on being in a suite on New Year's Eve like what what better way is there to kick off your New Year's Eve than at a Broncos game live in the sweet life what are we even doing here if you're not participating in this get on it there's a link in the bio of this podcast but go to breckenridgedistillery.com and you'll find more info there too <clears throat> <clears throat> all right. Yes, we're all coughing. We're all sneezing. Uh, tis the damn season. <laughs> Let's, um, is that interview ready? Yeah. Okay. All right. So again, I just mentioned that uh, we had a great conversation with Joey Zanaboni earlier today. Um, he is a gem, but he gave us all the intel on Baseball United. Uh, Alyssa, take it away. Joining the pod now, play-by-play -play announcer Joey Zanaboni. You were out in Dubai for a very unusual baseball game. Can you tell me about what is going on out there? Yeah, well, Susie, let me tell you this. Unbelievable to be on here with you. It's a dream come true to join the podcast and to wow. talk about something that, I mean, I really think is the future of baseball. Baseball United is an incredible new opportunity. It's a great new league that had an all-star showcase event. Uh, a lot of viral clips out of it because Bartolo Colon was on the mound. Pablo Sandoval was at the plate. So many great stars. Didi Gregorius. All of them actually playing on the field. And then you go up to the executive suite in the broadcast booth and you find Nick Swisher and Albert Pools and Barry Larkin. An A-plus new league that, that's looking to spread baseball to a region that I think is really ready for it. I mean, this is a region in the Middle East and South Asia that's absolutely in love with uh, cricket. And now we're going to have a chance to bring another bat and ball sport to them in the coming years yes we're gonna crush cricket no no, no. we're just gonna get baseball out there to this part of the world i am so fascinated one of the things that went so viral a six run homer tell me about this golden money ball because it's, it's giving quidditch honestly 
Yeah, it really does. And it's got a good uh, crossover with cricket as well, because if you hit the ball over the rope in cricket, it's actually worth six automatically. And so it was kind of an idea that was a bit of a cousin of that, where there'd be a special ball that's painted gold. And if a guy hits it over the fence, it's basically worth double what he would have gotten. So Pablo Sandoval, who we know is hitting three uh, home runs in a World Series game, he's done so much history already in terms of swatting the ball over the fence. He was up at the plate, a couple guys on, and he hit it out of the park. It ended up being worth six runs. And I'll tell you what it did was it really kept me engaged in that game, knowing that either team could come back at any point. I think at one point it was uh, 8-2 and 9-3, but we just knew with one swing of the bat it could be tied or the other team could lead. So it, it kept us engaged all the way to the final out. I think it's an interesting twist, one of the few rule enhancements that Baseball United brought to the game. Uh, now, my question, how does the golden ball end up in play in the first place? Yeah, they kind of wave it in and they had a, a little bit of a ceremonial sort of drop off, but they let everybody know and it's announced uh, to the stadium that the money ball is in play and the manager gets to choose it. So if you're the manager of the batting team and you have somebody of Pablo Sandoval's stature and reputation coming up, that's usually the best time it would seem. Uh, to potentially double your run. So it's a strategic element as well. And I just think that in the sport of baseball, uh, some of that for the field manager has been taken away over the last few years where there's maybe not as many in-game decisions that they can make. And it's in a way, even though it's new, I think it's kind of a, a callback to a different time and a time in the past. That is incredible. That's so freaking cool. Yeah, I did not realize that it was a strategic thing that a team could decide i'm like is it by chance this whole thing is fascinating when does the rest of the league actually start up yeah i think right now the target date for the full season is november 1st so november 1st of next year and about a two-month league that'll take us to about new year's uh this is going to be incredible because we're going to have great stars from the mlb and we're going to have some really exciting prospects as well from that area we saw some of them from india and pakistan Sri Lanka and other countries that were represented. So there's going to be a local feeder system as well. That's going to help some guys make their dreams come true. And that was, I mean, that was one of the coolest parts to me was seeing guys who had watched Robinson Cano, for example, growing up in India and then having a chance to step on the field and actually substitute run for Robinson, who was playing second base during the game. Uh, that really meant a lot to them. And I think it's going to mean so much to people in their region. Yeah, definitely. My one question, uh, so so many stars, so many iconic baseball players who not necessarily have been, you know, they've been out of MLB for a while. What are some of these guys' motivations for going all the way out to Dubai to play in this league? Uh, and these are like older guys. Like, are they trying to make a comeback? Are they just trying to have fun? Are they trying to get paid? What is kind of the vibe out there in terms of the talent that's there? I think it's love for the game. And to see Bartolo Colon at 50 years old going out and doing some bullpen work and the practices before the game, and then to step onto the mound and actually battle through some flu symptoms. He was dealing with a little illness in the week, and I think it would have been easy for a guy who played 21 years in the major leagues and obviously has a Cy Young on the shelf to maybe say, hey, guys, I would have loved to, but now I'm just going to sit in the stands or sit in the suites and watch the game. To see him go out there and battle, I think it's an opportunity for these guys to show not only what made them great, but really what makes them great. And to have that kind of determination for these young prospects 
I think it makes a lot of difference in the world for them. And I just think it's a great area for bat and ball sport. And I think it's a great area for sports in general. And so I know Cash Shake, the CEO, had said at one point, hey, when you come up with an idea like this, sometimes you wonder, like, why has nobody ever done this before? And I really do think that that's something that that is apt because it is a great opportunity and a great area to grow this kind of thing. And it was just an adventure. I mean, wow, what a city out there in Dubai. I had an absolutely immaculate time. I was at the top of the Burj Khalifa, swimming around in the Persian Gulf, uh, wearing traditional dress, doing everything, really. I mean, it's a, it's a world away, yes, but it's really one of the gems of the globe. And so just to be there and to soak that in a little bit, I think everybody felt the same way. This is really a privilege. That sounds amazing. I definitely want to prioritize getting my butt out there when this league does start up next year. But thank you so much for taking the time to join the pod to tell us all about this. I just had so many questions. What are you doing with the rest of this uh, this baseball offseason? What, what are you broadcasting these days? Yeah, you know, I'm with St. Louis City FC in the MLS. So I've kind of gone to the soccer side. And this is a great thing for me just to kind of get back into the baseball side of play-by-play uh, -play announcing. I had done eight professional seasons before this. And I mean, it's like it's like a great country music singer once said, it might be a little dust on the bottle, but it's one of those things that gets sweeter with time. And to have the chance to come back and do it really with these guys and to call the game with Nick Swisher, who's become a good friend of mine, obviously has enough energy to uh, power at least a couple, of, a couple of nuclear reactors in small countries. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was incredible. And then a call with a cricket legend as well, who was definitely the most famous person in the stadium, Shoaib Akhtar, the only man in cricket history to ever go over 100 miles per hour. I mean, it was incredible. So I'm, I'm blessed to have, you know, the chance to come out on the soccer side and do my thing, but to have a chance on the baseball side as well. Wow, what an absolute honor and just a ton of fun. Um, I love that. Yeah, next time St. Louis is playing Denver or playing, you know, the Colorado Rapids, you got to stop into the DNVR bar. But enjoy um, the holiday season. Thank you so much. I will talk to you very soon. Thank you, Susie. It's a real pleasure. Oh, what a gem. Gets the brand. Immaculate time. I love that. Um, how about we're going to get into our Rockies Spotify rap in just a second, but we got to shout out our friends at Shady Rays, our favorite independent sunglasses company with gear built to last. No matter who you are, even if you absolutely wreck your sunglasses, guess what? They can send you a new pair to replace them for free because uh, that's their vibe. They've got the best protection program in the game. Break them, lose them, they will replace them. And they've got frames that are honestly just as nice as any of the designer pairs I've ever owned. And again, there's just less pressure because I don't have to freak out about like, oh my gosh, what if I lose them? Shady Rays has your back long after you purchase. And if you buy a pair and you don't love them, you can exchange them or just straight up return them within 30 days. No risk when you shop even lower risk. You don't even have to shop online. If you don't want to, you can head over to the park Meadows mall right now and shop their brand new location. How long are we going to call this location? Brand new. It's a, it's a great location at the park Meadows mall, but a full stop shop for all things shady rays. They are currently in the midst of their biggest sale of the year for black Friday. Don't miss out on the best deals for shades, snow goggles, and prescription sunglasses. Go to shadyrays.com and try for yourself. The shades. 
Renegades, rated five stars by more than 250,000 people. I... Uh, Listen, it's Spotify wrapped season. I did mine personally. Guess what? I'm in the top 0.5% of Taylor Swift's listeners for the second year in a row. Congratulations to me. I am a basic bitch. Um, I saw someone tweet out earlier, like if you're in the top 1% of Taylor Swift listeners, who by the way is like the top artist globally uh, for like all of Spotify for the whole world, that's what globally means. But she's the top artist, so if I'm, like, that high on the list. So someone tweeted out, they were like, if you're in the top 1% of Taylor Swift's listeners, you need therapy. I'm like, bitch, I'm already in therapy. You need a prize. I need a prize. That's the real gift here. (laughs) I will say, so, um, like, because I'm, like, so high on, like, Taylor Swift's listeners, I had, like, a Spotify, like, exclusive, like, sweatshirt that I could buy. It was, like, a 1989 sweatshirt. (laughs) So I ordered it. So like they're getting my money. I'm a clown. <laughs> they're like, here's the, your wrap up. Now buy something from us. Now buy something. Beautiful. Um, uh, but um, which one call it? I my number three artist, Carol King. Yeah, I love her. She's the OG Taylor Swift. If you know, you know. I love Carol King. She's my fave. Um, let's let's look at the Rocky Spotify rap because I got some exclusive intel on what they had. These are definitely very real screenshots. Nothing I photoshopped poorly and hastily before the show. Um, How about this for a wrap of the season? You lost 103 games. You've never done that before. Wow, congratulations to the Rockies. (laughs) In the top three for number of games lost. Pretty good stuff. Uh, We also have peak playing month. March, didn't we only play for two days in March? That's right. They were undefeated those two days in March. It was the best month for the Rockies. Um, And, of course, we've got our top foods. I love this, by the way. Great. This was a visual treat, this Spotify wrapped. Monster nachos, Halton Burger, Walk and Taco, Berry Kebab, Coors Banquet to wash it all down. Those were my top foods this year. Y'all know that. Berry kebabs are real. I miss those in the offseason. I miss the monster nachos more than anything in the offseason. I am probably going to Photoshop some more of these all day. So just like stay tuned to the DNVR Rockies Twitter account. DNVR underscore Rockies. I'm just going to be doing this all day. What's up, fam? We've got our merch dudes walking through right now. Go to DNVRlocker.com. You missed the Black Friday sale, but you know, we still got good gear. Um, Before I let you go, fam, we're going to get into a couple of baseball headlines. We're going to talk about Yamamoto some more because why wouldn't we? What else are we going to talk about? He's the juiciest new thing right now. So Andy Martin of SNY uh, reported that the Yankees are, I mean, a lot of people are definitely putting themselves in the running to get Yamamoto. But the Yankees are the only ones who have been holding out his preferred uniform number. They didn't assign the number 18 to anyone this past season because that is the number that he wears. Um, And he says also it's a number with extra significance in Japan. But listen, they're not alone in, you know, contending for him, but they are the only ones who saved his number. I think that's pretty big. Um, but also Andy Martin's tweets are like a little chaotic this week. This is, I don't know what this is. I don't know what this tweet means, but we're going to read it together. 
Uh, Alyssa, can we get this one up on the screen? So he tweets, the Mets are active. In fact, they are close to acquiring a player, not star level, but I don't have the name at present. What does that mean? What does that even mean? That is like actual like clown language. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, so like, I just don't, I don't know. I do not know what that is supposed to mean. If you know what that's supposed to mean, please let me know. Um, so ominous. So, but like means nothing. It's like, but also nothing. It's like, Hey, they're going to sign someone. Who are they going to sign? Oh, I don't know. Do you know? Dun, dun, dun. I don't know. I can't, I can't like, honestly, like baseball, baseball Twitter, this, these past couple of weeks has been so messy in terms of like, ah, maybe this team is going to do that. And then nothing happens. This is, this is what we do in the off season. Uh, also, apparently the Mets have Jordan Montgomery on their wish list, but like for what to like trade him back to the Rangers, like mid season, like they did this well, they didn't do that with, you know, Jordan Montgomery. We'll look at Max Scherzer. We'll look at um, Justin Verlander. You know, the Mets just like signed all these big guys last year, made a big freaking stink over it. And for what? And for what? Just to send them all somewhere else. But Jordan Montgomery, what a great World Series he is coming off of. He is definitely up there among the most interesting starting pitchers on the market. It, nothing's got to be better. I can't think of anything better than winning a World Series heading into free agency. Like, that is just good for him, man. Um, would Jordan Montgomery even want to go back to the New York market? Because he was playing for the Yankees. I, 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 did he like it? Some guys just don't vibe with that environment. It's a lot of media pressure. Everyone's up in your business at all times. And not everyone vibes with that. I mean, look at Joey Gallo. Great recent example of that. So for what? For freaking what? Um, guys, we will um, we'll be back here on the DNVR Sports Channel. Uh, we have a show tomorrow, right? Yeah. All right. We've got a show here at noon, right back here on the DNVR Sports Channel. Patrick will have... Patrick will have some good stuff for you. He always does. Uh, I'll be back on Friday. Time is to be determined, guys. Stay tuned. But... Um, listen, we've got it all popping right here on the DNVR Sports YouTube channel. Make sure you are following us at DNVR underscore Rockies because we're going to be on it if the Rockies do anything. <laughs> if they do anything, <laughs> anything at any point, we will let you know what's going on. Uh, Alyssa, can we follow you on social media? Yes, at Alyssa Marie 21 on Twitter. 21. I ha now have it figured out. Before I forgot which was which, now I know. I know. Now I'm I know. always quizzing you guys on like your own Twitter handles that you guys picked for yourselves. I know. <laughs> oh, so terrible. Um, uh, I love it. Uh, guys, you can follow me at the Suzy Hunter on all platforms. And you know what I like to say about closing out a show? I like to say, fuck it, we ball. I will talk to you guys on Friday. Patrick will talk to you tomorrow. Until then, have a good one. Y'all silly like the mayor.